introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. This week on Minor Wisdom, I've got Haley Ray Tucker. Uh, Haley is the theater teacher at Santa Fe High School down here in uh, the Houston, Texas area. And Haley is actually a graduate of Santa Fe. She's got a very unique story because her brother's in her program. She teaches her brother in classes. Uh, She's a product of the program as well. Went to school, graduated college early. So she got into the theater education world uh, really early, so she's still pretty young, but she's uh, a fireball. She's got a ton of energy. She loves what she does. She loves being at Santa Fe. She actually loves teaching her brother. I would never in a million years uh, want to work with my sister in that capacity. Uh, so good for her for doing that. Uh, this is a huge, huge week for Texas theater and education or texas theater education that is because we have thespian festival and it's eight thousand kids coming to grapevine texas converging on the gaylord texan again in north dallas or uh, excuse me north texas in grapevine and there are a lot of events happening there's so much happening and the board has been working really hard to get everything ready it's kind of weird as a board member because uh last year at this time I, I felt like, oh my gosh, here it comes. And right now, because I guess maybe I'm more comfortable in the situation, it doesn't feel as stressful. And I think that that's, that's a good thing. Uh, but I'll be headed there Tuesday to start getting things ready. Registration opens up at 4 p.m. on Wednesday, open for a few hours, and then a few hours again Thursday morning. I'm really looking forward to things. Make sure you guys check out the karaoke, the bingo, uh, the fashion show that we're going to have, the, the film IE reveal that is partnered with sort of a, a little red carpet event. I don't know if there'll be a red carpet, but you know, it's that kind of, let's have some awards and, uh, give out some extra awards because awards are good and they look good when you go home with more trophies because administrators and, people in districts that don't know what we do need to simply see that translation of did you bring something home with you and uh so we're giving out lots of trophies this year to deserving students it's not like we're just handing out trophies to any random kid out in the hallway but uh that'll be good for us as well uh really looking forward to things with the thespian festival it's a it's always a fun time it's always fun to see the gaylord people the ones that have never done this before just see the amount of energy that goes comes into the Gaylord for three almost three days Uh, and the people that come off the streets to go to ice at Gaylord uh, and see 8,000 theater kids there um, and just wonder what the heck is going on but it's a fun fun time tell your kids to not stress out about IEs you know we uh uh, we love to just have kids perform and do their best, leave it all out there. Some main stage shows, some good representation from my district. Uh, we're doing a marathon show on Saturday, hopefully, if our kids get it together. Because uh, right now, they, they don't, I'll be honest, transparent. Uh, but they, uh, 
they're working on it, I guess, to, to kind of make things work out and get this marathon show going because I am of no use to them as somebody that uh, has to uh, fulfill some duties during the entire week. Uh, all that said, make sure you are liking this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these other podcasters. Matt Ludlam, who apparently has a podcast, but you wouldn't know that because he doesn't use his name. The Dragoos, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, and uh, it's just going to be a fun, 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 fun time. I will also be harassing some of you to get interviewed. I want to keep getting interviews. We are just now wrapping up because this Haley Tucker interview is from TETA, from the Techland booth. Uh, and I've got one more interview from the TETA weekend. So it's still carrying over from September. I would love to repeat that again with the Thespian Convention and build up quite a few interviews with people that I assume you all want to hear. Uh, all that being said, I also uh, hosted, or not hosted, excuse me, contest managed another uh, middle school one-act play contest. This time it was a little less traditional, a little less UIL related, and we had just a festival day with Lamar Consolidated ISD and Fort Bend ISD coming together, and it was just a fun time working with Kendra Willoughby, a fellow board member, uh, and her brother, Casey Willoughby, who is not a board member uh, and hopefully never will be uh, because he is just a big oof ogre and I hate the guy so much. Does sarcasm come through here? Uh, but uh, anyway, it was a whole lot of fun. Some really great shows. It's always fun seeing middle school kids. It's always fun seeing middle school teachers too because some of these really good teachers get those kids in line and in check better than some high school teachers and probably most high school teachers actually because it's just a different breed but it was a lot of fun to do that so two weeks in a row I got to host or excuse me I keep saying host I got to contest manage some middle school one act play shows and it was a lot of fun it's a lot of fun seeing those shows and seeing those rehearsals and all that stuff get off the ground and uh, just succeed uh, and yeah that's over that season's done on to thespians uh, enjoy my interview with Haley Tucker and enjoy this week's groaner joke. What word is always spelled wrong in the dictionary? Wrong! I am currently the theater director at Santa Fe High School. I graduated from Santa Fe High School and kind of the theater program when I got there um, was just kind of starting out it how old is the school um, the school the building itself was built in probably like the early 2000s okay um, and then I got there in 2011 and the new auditorium wing was built in 2012 so okay. that was kind of the drive of we got a new theater teacher which is Peter Kenzer and uh, he's now the assistant principal of fine arts there um, and so we have this new space, new teacher, kind of new vision um, that was all kind of led by Peter. And I just happened to be there at the right time and at sure. the right place. Uh, so whenever I was a freshman there, I had done a little bit of theater before, uh, mainly like middle school musicals, um, but I wasn't like, it wasn't my passion. I played softball. I raised animals so I you know FFA I had my, kind of thing yeah, yeah I was in the 4-H program so okay. which is you know just the outside of school version of FFA sure 
but I was very much involved in that and so theater wasn't something that was in my family or anything like that so it was all very kind of new and some reason uh, Peter just kind of liked me I guess and the very first show we ever did on the um, new auditorium stage was Wizard of Oz and I got casted as Dorothy as a freshman so all of the upperclassmen hated me <laughs> you know they got this new teacher and you know this new freshman diva I'm not sure. gonna lie uh, <laughs> and so that's kind of how it started and then of course you know you get more engrossed in it and you know you're doing I I my main focus was musicals um, and then I was stage manager for like kind of the rest of the stuff uh, but I was I was there, I just lived there. Sure. And our theater, as most theaters do, have, you know, that very distinct smell. And so it feels <laughs> like your home, but it just maybe doesn't smell as good as your home right. like you would want. Um, so then it got time. I was, I since sixth grade, I had planned on going to Texas A&M and studying animal breeding and genetics and animal reproduction. That's very specific, yeah. Yes, and there was a <laughs> conversation I had with Peter and my junior high director, Andre Newport, at our eighth grade one act play competition and they said they're just asking all of us well what do you want to do when you grow up and i said i want to go to AM and i want to study animal breeding genetics and reproduction and they said that's a very same thing you said that's yeah. very specific <laughs> and it sounds like it takes a very special person to do that i said yeah and i said well it also takes a very special person to to do theater and I didn't think about it at the time, of course. I was sure. like, you know, these people were kind of strange yeah. and I wasn't fully bought in. And you were right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, I, I graduated with honors and so it was no doubt that I would get into A&M. But for some reason, my junior year of high school, I remember, we had a college and career fair and we had to get so many signatures on our, sure. on our thing. And so I went to A&M, of course, and then, uh, that table they signed my stuff and I was like well my cousin went to Texas State maybe I'll go over their table and when I got there their whole like selling point was we have one of the best musical theater programs in the state and I said who 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 does that who tells everybody that yeah. um, so I was just very intrigued and so I saved uh, a stuff U of H's and Texas State and I was like well my cousin went there. She really seemed to like it. I'll look into it. So that was the end of my junior year. The beginning of my senior year, I went on a tour of Texas State, and this was probably in September. And as soon as I got there, I was like, this this is where I'm going. Yeah. I had been to A&M so many times <laughs> for different camps and competitions and things like that, and it didn't seem like a, I don't know, just didn't fit me. Yeah. So then, of course, it was well, okay, I know I'm going to Texas State, what am I gonna do? So mm -hmm. I went, they have like specific days. One of them was for theater and one of them was for business, which was my other thing that I was kind of interested in. I'd kind of dropped the, the agricultural yeah. stuff. <laughs> I mean, I still finished it out. Um, but so I, I was, I was kind of torn up between the two and I said, well, I, I had always wanted to be a teacher when I was much younger, sure. and my dad told me that was the worst job you could ever pick. Uh, and so I was like, well, I can't be a teacher. Uh, <laughs> let me think, what else? And so my plan was to kind of maybe double major in theater and in business and and work on like, you know, the business side of theater. Sure. You have your, your passion part of it, but then that you have your- That was my plan too, but anyway. All right, yeah. 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 So, and, 
and kind of part of it was um, when I was a freshman, Peter also asked me to, he has a nonprofit theater outside of school um, in Seabrook, Texas called Farpoint Theater. And he asked me my freshman year, hey, you wanna come help me do this summer camp with kids? Sure. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, he's like, teach a few lessons, you know, help out. I said, yeah, I get there. And he goes, all right, you're gonna teach this lesson, this lesson, this lesson, mm -hmm. and you're going to direct the show. And we were doing an original version of Cinderella. And I was like, what? You want me to teach all these children? Uh, at that time I was, I had just turned 15. And I was like, I don't know anything about directing. Right. He was like, I'll be here, but you know, yeah. let's just give it a try. Throw so, you into the fire kind of yes, thing. Yes, he yeah. likes to do that. Yeah. So that started in 2012. And then by the time I had graduated high school, I had, you know, kind of taken it over and he, sure. he gave me the children's theater aspect of it. Uh, so then I chose which lessons and who was going to do what and what shows we were going to do. So I had that on the side to, you know, to fulfill my needs for, you know, okay, I'm going to college. I'm not doing theater per se in college. I'm not going to be on the stage, but I'm still getting that need filled. Sure on the level that I was, you know, comfortable with. Um, so while I was at Texas State, I went in as a business major and I was like, well, I'm, when I get there, I'll add a theater minor or, a, you know, a double major. And they looked at me like I was crazy and they said, well, that it's, we don't recommend it, blah, blah, blah. And I really didn't want to do a theater minor because I was like, I'm going to take all the basic classes and then I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty stuff. And so what's the point? And so I kind of lost my interest in theater because I shouldn't feel confident in myself to make a career mm -hmm. out of it. Of course, I still looked at like all the alley theater internships yeah. for like the business side. and But I really got into the business program and I ended up being... Uh, the president of the our school is uh, the McCoy's building supply. They donated a lot of money, so okay. we were the McCoy ambassadors, and so I was kind of the the president for our ambassador group for the business school. And then I got to my second semester, and I saw that you could do business with a teaching certification, and I was like, hmm. And at that time, I was really thinking about going into administration. I was mm -hmm. like, well. I'm still getting my business degree, I still get to teach, and if teaching doesn't work out, I always have a backup and sure. something that is useful. Yep. Uh, Good defense for dad, too. Yes, because, yeah. you know, dad <laughs> dad still paid a little bit for it. So, uh, so I was like, all right, well, with that, you know, you have to go through your student teaching. So I arranged my classes to where I started taking some classes during the summer, so I would still graduate on time, and I sure. didn't have to wait the six months after for student teaching and all that. Well, then it didn't take very long for me to realize, eh, that seems like a very narrow market. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not really comfortable with that either. And so I dropped the teaching certification, which put me a semester ahead of college because I had already had everything, you know, planned out. And so I was talking to my mom and she goes, well, that's kind of silly to graduate a semester ahead, you know, that's in the middle of the year. Why don't you just graduate a year early? And I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, cool, yeah, no big deal. Well, then I wasn't taking into consideration that that took a whole summer out of my kind of course plan. Yeah. And for some reason, I stuck with it. I, uh, I was taking like 21 hours at a time and all this different <laughs> stuff. Meanwhile, I started um, with the nonprofit theater back home. Of course, we had our summer camp, but I got really bored my first semester of college somehow, you know, as if I weren't 
doing anything else, I said, I want to do a Christmas camp. And so the camp layout was from eight in the morning to six at night. These during children the from, winter break or whatever. Yes, yeah. during winter break to give them something to do. Um, I would I would stay with them and we would, you know, go over of course your basic, you know, blocking and stage mm -hmm. workshops and things like that. We'll go over fun warm-ups. Uh, we did a little bit of community service. We went and you know adopted a family for Christmas, and uh, and then at the, at the end we would put on a show in two days. Sure. It was crazy, but um, it was a lot of fun. And so I had I'd started doing a little bit more with the nonprofit theater. So this puts me back to my last semester in college. Uh, so I, I'm starting to get all these job interviews and everybody's, you know, calling me and I was like, this is so great. Um, <laughs> and at that time I had really felt the pressure from not my immediate family, but my aunts and uncles and my cousin who did go to Texas State. Uh, she ended up, she works for a consulting firm and she lives in the city and is very sure. successful and goes and works out of the country and things like that. But that was not me at all. And mm. that was not where I was trying to go. And all of the jobs that I went and interviewed for, they were, you know, at least a 45 minute drive away yeah. and they wanted me to work these horrible hours. And, yeah. you know, looking back now, it's kind of funny that it's, I say yeah. that. But, and for, you know, the same or less as I would get paid as a teacher. Sure. And so I went back to my, and when I graduated, I, I still stayed very, uh, you know, involved in my theater program at my high school because I was the first group to go all the way through it. Sure. And I have siblings who are now in the program. So I would still go back and see the shows and things like that. And I had gone back to see the musical. And at that time, Peter, who was um, teaching, had moved up into a, an administrative mm -hmm. role halfway through the year. And the one of our um, upper administrators saw me at the show and she asked Haley are you sure that you didn't go to school to be a theater teacher I have a feeling we're gonna need one <laughs> so that was in February so I was like yeah. well crap um, so I started looking at the alternative certification program and I didn't quite understand it and I was like no Haley you're about to graduate with honors from you know the business school at Texas sure. State you you don't want to be a it's teacher not what you signed up yeah for. yeah so get more and more interviews and I get more and more discouraged and then of course I go through the well maybe I'll just get my master's degree in human resources and maybe I'll do this but I, I just couldn't commit to anything and nothing sounded like it was going to make me happy or nothing that I could imagine doing for mm -hmm. a long period of time and so I kept complaining to Peter about all mm -hmm. of these things waiting for him to say Haley why don't you come be a teacher why don't you come do this uh, because again, I was still very unsure and I didn't know how the whole thing kind of worked, but I, that's what I was hoping someone would say to me. Mm -hmm. And so I had secretly didn't tell my family, I had gone to, to visit him and I was like, please tell me more how this alternative certification program works. So he told me, and that was the day before I left for my college graduation. We go to graduation, you know, this big hoopla, everything, all the family comes in. And uh, after graduation, we were going from San Marcos to Dallas to visit another family member. And my dad turns around and he goes, Haley, why don't you just become a teacher like you always wanted? <laughs> and I was like, oh my geez, uh, this is graduation day. I'm like, 
where did this come from? Yeah. So I immediately got on the website and from, you know, San Marcos to Dallas, you know, looked at the alternative certification program some more and uh, in, enrolled. Yeah. So I looked on Santa Fe High School's website and they had a business and speech position open. And I kind of took that as a sign of, whoa, this is something that I could utilize my theater skills yeah. in and what I went to college for. And so I took it as a sign and I was like, all right, I'm doing it. Well, I applied uh, May 16th. So then, of course, May 18th happened, and I knew that I was not going to hear back from them for a very long yeah, time because sure. uh, they had some things to sort out. So in the meantime, my immediate family knew <clears throat> that I was planning on being a teacher, but my aunts, uncles, grandpa, all of that, they didn't know. And so right. then they're sitting there, and they're like, what are you doing with your life? Why don't you have a job yet? I was like, first of all, it's only been two months. Please calm down. Um, so I was just kind of waiting. And so I, and I was taking my uh, certification test and I had taken the speech one first and I called my mom and she was in New York City on the school trip with my brother and Mr. Kinzer. And he overheard and he goes, why don't you take your theater one, you know, just to have as a backup, you know, just take as many as you can. And I said, okay. Well, you know, like I said, I didn't go to school for theater. Yeah. And when you're in high school theater and you're working on productions and you're building a program, you don't always learn all of the fundamentals and, you know, especially not in all the different areas of directing, technical, yeah. you know, acting, all of it. So I, I was also not a studier in college, so I didn't know how to study for this test either. And my, I had no, I didn't want to tell anybody because it was, you know, again, it was like, I being a theater teacher that was like scary again yeah sure. so so i took it and i didn't expect to pass it at first and i did and i was like okay um cool you know now i was like but if i if i did need to i would only want to do junior high theater because that's kind of the age group that i work most with with a nonprofit. and so i was still waiting for santa fe to call back and in the meantime Peter called me one day and he was like, hey, um, I think that you should, we're going to post my old position tonight. I think that you should apply for it. And I was like, what? The head high school theater director at my old high school that I didn't leave very long ago mm -hmm. that my brother and sister both attend? I was like, <laughs> no, this sounds completely insane. I was like, I don't know how to do any of that. And he goes... Well, I've already, you know, talked to the principal. I called your old junior high director, you know, Andre, and he goes, we all think that you can do it. But then he started telling me some of the more negative things, right. like how we were going to go back to only having one teacher. We used to have a full-time and a part-time. So it was just going to be me. Um, the area that I was going to be in, um, they had kind of removed all the rest of the classes away from there sure. um, because of the trauma. And so I would be by myself physically all day. Yeah. If I screamed, in no one would hear way. me. Yeah, every sure. which way, yes. Yeah. It was just me and the kids. Um, and, you know, an array of other things, you know, that were just going to be challenges for the year. Sure. Including leading this group of kids who have gone through a traumatic event. Um, and me never have been a been a teacher sure. or have a huge huge background in theater um in a college or professional setting and i was like 
I really don't know. And so he kind of, you know, talked me up on it. And he was like, look, you know this space. Mm -hmm. You know these kids. You know this community. And they're going to need something like that. He was like, you don't want... Comfort. Yes, they're going to need that. And he goes, you don't want someone coming in there and, you know, maybe, you know, tainting the legacy that we've Mm -hmm. created or not comforting and caring for these students that that, that are so fond, you know. Because a lot of those students, we had all district musicals when I was in high school, and we still do. But a lot of those students I'd been on stage with before that Mm -hmm. are, you know, now my students in the classroom. And like I said, my brother and sister are in the program, and I have some cousins in the program. And so then I was like, okay, this is my home. This is my family. Mm -hmm. And I felt that sense of duty. Yes, I need to take care of them. And even if I'm struggling to no end, you know, we're going to get through this together. So I got hired. Uh, Peter made me take a separate test once I got to my interview that he made. And uh, (laughs) I was like, I know you made this test because this question is misnumbered and this one has two right answers. And and I was like, I was like, why do you do this to me? Uh, And I passed his test too. And so then, you know, I took the rest of the summer and kind of got situated and then we began. Well, when we began school, um, of course, at this point, uh, I'm, you know, young. I'm, I just turned 21. Right. And I have all of this great responsibility and all of this space and all of this resource. And I'm supposed to, you know, carry on this legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did. The and he's still an AP there. Yes, he's okay. an AP there. Okay. Um, so, you know, my mentor from the beginning is, is still there. Yeah. Um, which was nice and you know sometimes I would call him and be like okay where are the light bulbs or things like that and so he (laughs) would you know come to the rescue but he um moving up to administration it's in his long-term goal but it's you know obviously whenever you leave being a theater teacher what you live and breathe for and now you have this you know kind of stuffy office job sure and he he, can only deal with the with the negativity mostly yes um Anytime he would come back to the theater, he would either get very, not emotional, but he would just be like, I really, really miss it here. And uh, he would sometimes, (laughs) if he was having a rough day, he would randomly show up. Um, But then he would also try to come and, you know, that was his classroom for eight years. And so he would come in for an observation. And one day we were reading scripts and he was like, all right, y'all have, you know, five seconds to get your scripts and get ready. (laughs) And I was like, um... This, this is my classroom now. He's like, I, I'm so sorry. He's like, I forget, I forget. Um, so we start the year and they told me that they didn't really want me to be in um, my actual classroom because it was so far away and it sure. was, you know, so close and they didn't want the kids to have to even go back sure. there. So I was in a different classroom. I got the classroom um, literally Friday afternoon before school started. Right. So school started on Monday. I got it Friday afternoon and stayed there all weekend and got it ready. And um, so we begin, and it was the most nerve-wracking thing. Yeah. So what, what what was like your first time on stage or your first day in the classroom? Which one was more nerve-wracking? Oh, the first day in the classroom. Yeah. First time on stage, it was like you know you can't really see anybody. Sure. You can't hear what they're saying, <laughs> and you know you have been staged and blocked and everything is so rehearsed we're in the classroom it's like you can you know you can prepare and you can plan but then you get up there and then you know someone asks a question and then you're like oh shoot um 
So it was, it was challenging at first, but our very first, you know, kind of production was our talent show. And it was, all of the events were already scheduled in before I got there, so I, I didn't have much say on that, but we made it work. So within a month, we were putting on a, you know, talent show production, sure. which included people who were not in the program. So that was very, very hectic. Um, but surprisingly, majority of the kids received me very, very well. Um, a lot of them had remembered me from, you know, seeing me on stage sure. or they knew my siblings or, you know, it was, a lot of it was very comforting. And especially the production class, um, we clicked very, yeah. very well pretty soon. Um, so, so that was really nice. Um, so then as the year goes on, um, you know, of course you have your setbacks and your, you know, victories and very quickly after about a month of school, we got to move down to our real classroom. So mm -hmm. then we had to move again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so first period started moving the bookshelves, second period the chairs, you know, by the end of the day, we had a classroom again. Um, and, and Peter mentored me, especially at the beginning of the year. And I was like, okay, well now I'm in the classroom. I got that. Um, but I don't know what shows to do. I'm sure. like, oh, this is so overwhelming. <laughs> and so he suggested to me, he said, why don't you do uh, the show A Company of Wayward Saints? And that was the very first show that me and him had done together um, in my eighth grade year. We took it to one act and he goes, it's simple. You know it backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, I think that'd Again, be a good a start. Yeah, yes, yeah. a comfort for me. Yep. It was normally Santa Fe would do a more heavier drama in the fall. Sure. Um, and it was a little bit more lighthearted. Sure. It had those moments, but the overall message was much more lighthearted and, you know, very unified and yeah. things like that. So I was like, all right, you know, so we have that. So we got through that um, and the kids asked me, you know, after our first um, show, they said, is this something you're proud to call your first, you know, mm -hmm. full length production? I said, you know, absolutely. You know, we all did a great job, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then now looking back at that, after we finished our one act play, which we did the last night of Ballyhoo, um, and we, we got alternate to advancing at district, which it's no surprise, mm -hmm. Santa Fe has never gotten past district. So we didn't, and that's, so that's the best we've ever done. Um, and they'd done it in the past a few times, but we didn't go backwards any, we kind of mm -hmm. stayed at the same level. So I was really happy with that. <laughs> um, sure. so from. November when we did a company of Wayward Saints to March when we did uh, last night at Ballyhoo, I was like, okay, I know, like I said that I was really proud of y'all then, but you know, look yeah. how far we came just in these few short months. I'm like, we are really connecting and we're going to do great things. And I've had very few seniors in the program anyways. Um, so a lot of them I was going to keep. So that was really exciting. Uh, one act was a, a, was also a different kind of story. Sure. Uh, so, well, as we're preparing, um, and that's a story show. That's, I mean, that's a family story. Yes. Yeah, sure. And so again, you know, your good values, very lighthearted. Mm -hmm. Um, that was something that we, we tried to keep throughout the season was, you know, we want to bring people up. We mm -hmm. want to, you know, make them laugh. We want them to think about things, but you know, not to the extent. So as I was looking through these shows to do for one act, I was like, oh, I don't know, just that title might be a trauma reminder mm -hmm. or, you know, as I would, you know, read the synopsis, I was like, uh, I really, this is not the message that I want to tell the audience, um, right now. And so it was very difficult. And so when I read it, I was 
I'm very happy with it. And uh, I didn't actually put much thought into picking it. I, it was about, you know, Christmas and family and it had your, you know, deeper story plot um, of, you know, kind of race and religion. And so I instantly picked it. I didn't pick it for a certain actor. I didn't, sure. you know, I didn't, I kind of looked on the website to see what had won in the past few years and it was, it came up a few times. So I was like, all right, I know it's yeah. competitive enough. Um, but looking back now, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. Um, so we start the one X process and we started it way late and uh, we went to contest at the end of March. We literally didn't start, we didn't cast it until like the first week of February <laughs> and then we spent yeah. a whole week. Um, we do that. I mean, don't feel bad about yeah. that. Yeah, well, yeah, then yeah. we spent a whole week after that, um, yeah. the whole week after school and in class. Reading and cutting, reading yeah. and cutting, reading yeah. and cutting. And I felt very confident in my cut, cutting skills. Like I felt like it, you know, the story stayed intact and, but I just didn't know how much or when or where. And, and yeah. the kids would get so frustrated on, you know, the different, how many days we sat there and cut the script. Sure. And I was like, okay, so make a note of that. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> um, so we get to our clinic and that was like the first week we're off book. We go to a clinic and it goes super, super well. And I was like, all right, you know, so we're on this kind of high. Then we go through the rest of the rehearsals. We get to our rehearsal for one act and it was a disaster. We had <laughs> things that were, you know, slightly illegal. And, you know, mm -hmm. then the kids accidentally left them there instead of taking them home to, uh, to fix. And so it was, it was a disaster. So that was a Wednesday. Our competition was supposed to be on Friday. So anytime I had ever gone to um, competition, uh, we had always just left our stuff there after mm -hmm. the rehearsal. And uh, the kids also had a, a lot of, we have a lot of crossover with choir, of course, and they had a concert the next night, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, okay, cool. We're just gonna leave our stuff there and you know, we'll just show up Friday and we don't have to unload or anything. Well, then there was those lovely, um, chemical fires and mm. you know like the Baytown area yeah so we got a call uh, Thursday night super late saying that our competition was canceled for the next day mm -hmm. because it was not safe to travel in that area and different things and so we're like what are we gonna do oh no so we have all this nervous energy and we're up on a high and then you know competitions not tomorrow so we get through and we go to school same thing all right contest is on Saturday we go through, we prepare, we get everything. You're okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we prepare everything. <laughs> and uh, then the next day, same thing. They call us super late at night, yeah. no competition tomorrow. And so now my kids have gone on this huge roller coaster. Um, and it was it was very challenging. Minor wisdom.